from the capital city of Charleston, West Virginia, this is Inside West Virginia Politics with Mark Curtis. Inside West Virginia Politics is brought to you by AARP West Virginia, your ally for real possibilities in the Mountain State. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Inside West Virginia Politics. I'm your host, Mark Curtis. Guess what? We're not going to talk about politics today. We're going to have 30 minutes of fun here. I want to introduce the Honorable Mayor of the City of Charleston, our capital city, Amy Goodwin. Hello. And I want to introduce Brian Hughes, our meteorologist, one of our meteorologists here at WWK-TV. Uh, in Charleston, and um, we're going to talk about the regatta coming back because Brian's, what are you, the chair of the I, regatta commission? You call me the captain. I yeah. called him the captain. The He's the captain of the regatta. Well, if, if you're really? Gilligan, I get to really? be skipper, okay? That's right. Okay. That's right. <laughs> the regatta is coming back after a 12-year hiatus. That's this is right. going to be on the waterfront, downtown Charleston, along Kanawha Boulevard, June 30th through July 4th, correct? That's right. Why, why is this coming back? You know, um, when I became mayor three and a half years ago, Mark, it was the thing uh, that people would ask me, when are you bringing back the regatta? Please bring back the regatta uh, and give ideas about what we should be doing at this year's regatta. And so, you know, obviously uh, COVID happened. And so we had to postpone some of our planning. Um, but what we know is this, the regatta, what it meant for the city of Charleston, and most important, the return on investment that this city saw because of this event was something that we knew would be a success. And having planned this now since last October with Brian and Jane Bostick and our amazing board of directors, uh, we're going to make it happen. You know, when this started back in 1971 with a 13 year old idea, Brian, I talked about this last week, a 13 year old went to the mayor at the time and said, hey, we should race those stern wheelers. And it happened. Yeah. Nelson Jones, and and, right. and 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 his name is synonymous with river with river anything right. uh, in commerce around here. And his dad, uh, Charlie Jones, and 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 Robin and and, and Nelson used to put this, put this thing together every single year. And Robin has told me we were exhausted by the end of it, but boy, <laughs> it wasn't a party. Yeah. Now most of our viewers here in Charleston know that you live on a regatta, but our viewers outstate in Washington, D.C., we got six TV station watch, stations watching this show. You have a great you, stern whaler, the KDH. Yes, it's fun. And, and uh, I, I live on my boat full time. It's uh, very cool. And, 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 it's, and it's, it's amazing. My mom loves your boat. I, I know she, she does. does. <laughs> she bring back that, that, that drink cup? That no, she, she didn't, but oh, okay. we'll, we'll, she'll now know she has to bring it back. Thanks. <laughs> but I, I live on a boat, uh, a sermo boat full time. And I, uh, and I, you know, I am just, I, I live and breathe uh, boating now. I did as a kid, but never sturmo boats. And once I found them, you know, 11 years ago, I was like, oh my gosh, this is just absolutely incredible. And it's a true passion for folks who are stern whalers. As a matter of fact, because of Brian and because of Josh and so many people, we have 30 stern whalers that mm -hmm. are coming in to the regatta, which is just a huge amount of stern whalers. And, you know, the stern whalers are a part, obviously. It's centered around the stern whalers, but it's also centered around, um, you know, great concerts. We have some of the best names uh, the that highlights. you remember. Oh my gosh, you know, Everclear and Rick Springfield and the Spinners and the Four Tops and Martina McBride. That's my favorite. Know, That's Martina. what I'm going to see. Yeah, <laughs> and fireworks. And But you know what? For some, for most, this is what, when we put out this call to say, what would you like to see back? Or what would you like to see new? What people gave us was, yeah, sure, the anything that floats. Mm -hmm. And yes, we'd like to have the carnival rides. But most, far and away, what people said to us was, I just want to be with my mom again. I just want to bring my brother. Oh, my, my kids have never been. I can't wait to experience this with them. It really wasn't about a particular sternwheeler race that they saw or in anything that floats. It was about being together with their family and friends 
on our beautiful riverfront, enjoying time with one another. And after the pandemic, gosh, gee whiz, that's exactly what we need. Here's the sleeper on the entertainment stage, the West Virginia Symphony Orchestra. Oh my gosh, I don't I think know. people know that we have a world-class, a lot of people, I see them do the Nutcracker every year and they're just fabulous. And if you watch them during a fireworks presentation, yeah, if you haven't, level. it's, it's on your bucket list. It should be on your bucket and, and, list. And that's and that's what gives you the chills, you know. You, the hair stands up in your arms as they play. Da 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 and here goes the fireworks going off. You know, that's <laughs> I what I know. That's what we live for. It is is that. And and we want you to be there. It is going to be an incredible five days. The return on investment, she, as she mentioned, is going to be huge. Over for $10 businesses. million. Dollars. Yeah. There's, there's entertainment going on during the day. There's DJs and other things, right? It's not just the nighttime, yeah. you know, right. main stage acts. We're utilizing more of the city that's ever been utilized before because we're going to city center. It's like Plaza. Newly renovated, green space, absolutely beautiful stage, water features for the kids to play in. And every single day we said we want that to be sort of our, and you talked about this as well mm -hmm. in, in a couple of phone calls and meetings. You wanted it to be something different. And so we have something different from pro wrestling because it's not wrestling it's wrestling i'm gonna yes, body slam you too <laughs> i'm out it's battle of the bands uh you know you've got uh, for july we 4th, have bmx bike riders stuff. we have olympic skateboarders coming in to utilize our new skate park not just city center at exactly. black plaza but we're reaching out it's going to be yes on the river um but we're going to stretch out into the community All as right. well. well there's so much to talk about we're going to do another segment with okay. the mayor and brian Wonderful. so stay with us on inside west virginia politics where it's a politics free zone and all Four segments this weekend. <laughs> we'll be right back. Stay with us. Inside West Virginia Politics is brought to you by AARP West Virginia, your ally for real possibilities in the Mountain State. And we welcome you back to Inside West Virginia Politics, where we're not discussing anything political this week. We're talking fun with the regatta. We got a segment coming up on the Charleston High School reunion coming to town as well. The, right. the regatta, this is so exciting. And I think, you know, I want to make this clear to people. This is a family-friendly event. This is not just for big kids like the three yeah. of us. There's going to be a lot of stuff for kids to do at Magic Island on the waterfront. Talk about that a little and bit. And there's going to be a lot of free things for the kids, yeah. too. It was absolutely paramount that we said, if we're going to bring back the regatta, we want to make sure that there was a specific focus on our kids and what we could have for them. So at Magic Island, you're going to have everything from uh, Jupiter jumps and we'll get the splash pad up and running. Uh, so many great things for the kids. It, we're going to have wiener dog races, the uh, DEP, Division of Forestry, the DNR. You can get your fishing license while you're there. Oh. Kids can. Uh, you can learn how to cast properly. The Sewell Mountain Sailing Association. They're going to have a, a, an actual wooden sailing boat because normally they're fiberglass hulls now. They're going to have a 26-foot wooden sailboat boat that's going to be there and they're going to give lessons on uh, on sailing they're going to have the mini eight and ten foot boats that they can put in the water right there I, there's uh, so many activities for kids and you know the health plan has come on they've said hey we're going to help out and make sure you can do this properly we're going to have a good time and every single kid we're talking from you know toddlers all the way up to 16 17 18 years old there's something to do at magic island whether it be movie night on friday night because guess what they're going to do normally normally they have wednesday night movie night we're the train is there happy shores train Hoppy is there shores, which is yeah. all is a long line to get on the train, Mark. It's a big we line. We want to make sure that kids have something to do, and it is family friendly. And that was that was really our goal from the beginning. That's right. Let's not look at just the big party we're going to have. Let's make sure the kids have something to do. Yeah, and really, I know I talked about it in the last segment, but it is definitely worth repeating. You know, utilizing uh, the skate park. We have so many great yep. skateboarders in town. We have so many great uh, BMX uh, bike riders in town as well. The firecrack race is going to also be uh, during that time. A lot of outdoor activities as well. 
well. Yeah, as both of you know, I grew up in a city named Milwaukee, which is famous for one thing. <laughs> well, a couple of things. Harley oh, Davidson. We're not talking about Harley Davidson's beer. beer. Yeah. I love yeah. beer, and you're going to have the wheel a wash. you're going to have it. a craft beer festival. Yes, there. it's a festival within a festival. And, and, so cool. and we're going to have the mayor's brew as well. I know. I have to. I, have to. <laughs> I, mean, the cra I did a story a few years ago on the booming craft oh, brewing huge. industry in the state yeah. of West Virginia. I went up to Parkersburg Brewing. Great folks. Great food. Great beer. I mean, yeah. this is a real thing. This is a really. I mean, you used to be the tourism director of the state. It's that's a real right. economic driver and tourism oh, drivers. It, it, it absolutely is. I mean, that's why part of our focus is on that, to be sure. I mean, there are folks who are coming to the regatta that are just looking forward to coming to get something to drink, mm -hmm. to have have something to eat to ride on the carnival rides and head on home so the food and drink at this festival also are going to be an attraction in and of itself but the wheel wash this is this is something new but it's really cool uh, we we were working on the beer list yesterday specifically and <laughs> and believe me there's going to be a lot of there's going to be a lot of good beers summer style beers that we're going to have the little tasting mugs are cute yeah, too. The, yeah. little five ounce uh, mugs yeah. that you're going to give a, a commemorative with a logo little mug it. with the stern wheel regatta logo on it but you know when you look at, at the craft beer festival that's going to be on thursday that's from five to ten we're going to have two sessions or you can get vip and get both sessions together but uh the one thing that we're also going to have think about this the largest collection of food trucks in the state of west virginia is going to be at the charleston and Sir this is exciting, and we're going to do a whole segment on the food coming up after this with uh, Paul Greco, better known yeah, as Fiji. We're going to talk right. about the food that's and right. all of that. You are the tourism director of the state, mm -hmm. as I mentioned. That's I mean, right. uh, how important is this is to showcase Charleston in the area and do this year after year? But uh, you know, the other part of that is, um, I mean, this is this is really exciting. And in do we see the regatta happening again next year, oh, the year after? Uh, no, without question. We've actually, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we have to. Okay, <laughs> we have committed already. Um, but it's important, and I'm glad you brought it up. And it has been for three and a half years. Our center focus because we also learned this in a pandemic as well. Uh, travel sports, travel tourism, people wanting to get away with their families. It will never go away. That feeling of wanting to be together and traveling together because Mark, you know this, it's about experiences. And as a former tourism uh, commissioner of the state of West Virginia, I can tell you um, that the return on investment that we see not only uh, for the regatta, but other events that we have live on the levee yeah. brings back so many dollars to our city. People are watching this in Wheeling. They're watching a Washington, D.C., Clarksburg, Martinsburg. Yeah. What's your best advice on uh, booking hotel rooms, getting uh, reservations, and doing all that? Right now, hotel rooms are, are scarce. You can still get them, but you can get them in Putnam County. You can go to uh, Jackson County, you know, in, in the surrounding counties, but also Airbnb, things of that nature. Call a friend. And there are some waiting lists, yeah, too. Look on Craigslist. I mean, there's all yeah. kinds well, of stuff. Well, and there, right. there are other opportunities for sure, and call your family and friends as well. But that's what's so exciting. And to your point, the return on investment, we're filling up hotels. We're going to fill up restaurants and shops for days. I mean, we're looking at 250,000 plus people in this small window in time that's going to come into this city. It's amazing. I want to mention the website, charlestonregatta.com, correct? Yes, charlestonregatta.com. Spell it. We're going to put it up on the screen. You'll be able to find a complete list. I mean, it's an extensive list there as well. Also, the Charleston Convention and Visitors Bureau, their app has an interactive map on it as well for the for, to be able to see everything that's happening with the regatta. And you'll need to know that if you're yeah. you know coming in and you're parking or you're 
being dropped off and you want to walk to a certain area. So you're going to want to review that, certainly. Because when I look at this list and we had a meeting prior <laughs> to this, had a meeting we a just had a meeting. Right. It was every every single hour there's something happening. All right. Lots to talk about. This is exciting for Charleston, Kanawha, the whole Kanawha Valley of the state of West Virginia. We want to thank Mayor Amy Goodwin from the city of Charleston for joining us. Brian Hughes, meteorologist and chair of the Charleston. Captain. 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 My Captain. All right. Sorry. <laughs> Gilligan and Skipper. <laughs> we're we're going to talk more about the regatta in our next two segments. <laughs> Don't go away on Inside West Virginia Politics. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you. Inside West Virginia Politics is brought to you by AARP West Virginia, your ally for real possibilities in the Mountain State. Welcome back to Inside West Virginia Politics, where we're not talking about politics this weekend. It's the fun zone. We're talking regatta here in Charleston. I want to introduce Paul Greco, better known as PG. He is uh, the proprietor of Sam's Uptown Cafe, the Red Carpet Lounge. What else you got? Tricky Fish. Tricky Fish, Brute Force Productions. Yeah, a busy guy. And we're going to talk about all the food and beverage and entertainment options that are going to go on during um, regatta, because this is really something else. This is going to be four days of fun with tens of thousands of people here in the capital city. Um, I remember the last regatta that was here, and it was going pretty strong when I moved here in 92, uh, and, and I'm really excited to have it back. I think it's going to be fantastic. What are we talking about in terms of food? I, I hear we're going to have maybe 30, upwards of 30 food trucks. Yeah, um, there's already a great selection of food here now. I can't wait to see what else they're going to bring in. But um, I th it's going to be a great selection of treats for everybody, maybe some, a lot of barbecue and stuff like that. But real excited about it. We could go on and on here and talk about the whole restaurant scene in Charleston, which has surprised me. As a guy who didn't grow up here and moved here seven years ago, I was floored at what a great restaurant scene we have here. Yeah, you know, there's always been a great selection of food. And, and um, with the addition of the brewery now, we're getting a lot more foot traffic downtown. And it seems like it's really kind of coming together. Um, but I was always amazed at um, what a great selection and of food and, and options that was here when I first moved here in the 90s. It, yeah. was, it, was, it was always uh, top notch. One of the things that helped us kind of elevate our place too was when we started doing brunch. And because Sam's was always a, a cheeseburger and chicken wing kind of yeah. joint. But you know, once we started elevating our menu and getting newer people in that had never been there before and then they, they realize that there's a lot more to offer and it's just about all the places down here too. I'm there every Sunday for brunch if you're <laughs> looking for me folks come and join me. Um, let's talk about that you, you just hit on a real key important thing here. How important is regatta going to be to the restaurants to get maybe somebody who's never been to Sam's or Big Joe's for the first time they get in and they go oh my god I love this place I'm going to come back. How much is the repeat business going to be critical after regatta? We have already seen a tremendous increase in um, people from other states that have been traveling through. It's a good rest stop because it's centrally located. And I think um, um, with a successful regatta, I think we're going to see a lot of return business coming to Charleston for sure. Yeah, it's amazing with the sports tourism we have. We have just had the AAU regional track meet here. We had another regional soccer tournament. I mean, sometimes on a Friday, Saturday night, I go into a restaurant and you see the kids in their soccer uniforms with mom and dad and their, you know, their license plate is from Pennsylvania or something. You go, this is great, but I, I want to. So know. We, we actually had that happen to us uh, last week. Um, uh, a, a, a gentleman came in and said, hey, well, I've got my kids here. Uh, can we get lunch? And we were like, yeah, sure. How many of them are you? He said 42. And we were like, well, I don't know if we could do 42. But yeah, but it's happening and it happens a lot. It's happening more frequently too. Yeah. 
The dirty dark secret about the two of us is we were both professional musicians <laughs> once upon a time before our current Semi, semi-professional. Yeah, but before our current <laughs> occupations. And we got great music. I mean Martina McBride, mm-hmm. uh, Everclear, uh, the list goes on. I know the temptations dropped out, but now the spinners have jumped in with four tops. I mean you talk and there's gonna be DJs. I mean this is exciting. It's not just the food and beverages. We got craft beer too, I should mention. I, I think it's more like it is as the regatta coming back is awesome. It's more of a citywide event and like there's things going on everywhere in the city. I think it's going to be really, really cool. Well, we mentioned we're on six television stations all across West Virginia, including now all of Washington, D.C. We want the tourists to come on in. Come, come visit Charleston, West Virginia. Come for the regatta or come for some of the other things we're doing. A lot of fun here. We want to thank Paul Greco, PG, uh, from Sam's Uptown Cafe, the Red Carpet Lounge, Tricky Fish, and your production company. Brute Force. Brute Force. Good to see you, man. Good to see you, This too. is going to be a fun thank time. You. You're very welcome. We'll have more of Inside West Virginia Politics after this break. Don't go away. Inside West Virginia Politics is brought to you by AARP West Virginia, your ally for real possibilities in the Mountain State. And we welcome you back for our final segment this week on Inside West Virginia Politics. No politics today. We're talking all kinds of fun stuff. I want to introduce Andy Richardson, who, by the way, I just learned is the vice chair of the regatta. So we've discussed (laughs) that a lot. We may touch on that. But you are uh, kind of the chair of the Charleston High School all-class reunion that is coming up August 5th and 6th here in Charleston. That's right. Uh, Charleston High School does not exist anymore. What happened to it? Well, uh, Charleston High School had had existed in some form, the name and the separate building for most of that time, beginning about 1876 until 1989. The, The redevelopment of downtown Charleston and so forth took out a lot of housing. And long story short, Charleston High School and Stonewall Jackson High School combined into Capitol High in the fall of 1989. But I think this is really neat. So you're having a, you know, most people have a 10-year reunion or a 20-year reunion. My 45th is this year from my graduation from high school. But this is an all-class reunion. You're inviting people from back in the 60s and beyond and up until 1989 when the school uh, ended as Charleston High School. Tell us about what's going to be fun about this whole weekend, August 5th and 6th, with the all-class reunion. Well, Mark, I think a reunion is about stimulating memories. And so we're going to spend the weekend remembering. And those memories are going to be with memorabilia from the high school, the, the, the pictures of state champions that hung on the wall and famous graduates. And we're going to have uh, music. The Metro Band will open the reunion by playing some of the Charleston High School fight songs. The Majorettes are going to perform, and the cheerleaders are going to perform. And we'll also have a DJ, uh, Rico Bradley, who's going to play music from everything from the 40s or 50s up to current time if they want it, but certainly covering the entire swath of time that would be Charleston High School. The very special thing we're doing this year is a taste of Charleston High School. And by doing a taste of Charleston High School, we've acquired recipes of different uh, food that was common in Charleston during the era of Charleston High School, and some of it will be available 
that evening as a part of the dining experience. And we should tell folks, this is going to be Saturday night's events at the Charleston Convention and Civic Center. Um, we're going to have the dinner and the special foods. We should mention, if you want information, go to Chaz WVCCC. That's the mm -hmm. Charleston, uh, West Virginia Conv uh, Coliseum and Convention Center. And so you can find out information. We'll put that graphic up on the screen. Um, a lot of famous folks graduate. And by the way, this is not just a Charleston event. You have graduates that live in Wheeling and Clarksburg. That's and right. Martinsburg and all the places we have TV stations throughout the state, Washington, D.C. as well, um, because people have gone, but we've had very famous graduates. Talk about the world of sports, particularly basketball. Oh, my goodness. Charleston High School is the only high school that has ever produced two overall number one picks in the NBA draft. Mark Workman in 1953, I believe it was, out of West Virginia University, and then in 1957, Rod Hundley. But the basketball teams also, uh, the, four, the 68 team is considered by many to be the best team in the state's history. Yeah. It, and it, it won 48 straight games. I should mention John Chambers, uh, former CEO and president of Cisco Systems out in Silicon Valley. Absolutely. WVU grad and, and really a guy that's bringing high tech to this state. And, and no question. And, and the new West Virginia University Business School has been named in John's honor. Uh, Charlie Peters, that was an advisor to President Kennedy and created the Washington Monthly Magazine, is a Charleston High graduate. You're part of Sternwheel Brigada. You're part of the Charleston High School all-class reunion. What is these, these events doing for the economy of this city? We're going to bring people back to Charleston. And it, this is a fun city, whether it's your, your, just any Friday or Saturday night with outdoor dining downtown or, or the uh, activities at the levee. And I mean, the regatta, I have that memory from childhood. Th this is gonna be exciting. It's gonna be fun for the Charleston High School uh, alumni who come back and enjoy their old city. All right, we wanna thank Andy Richardson for uh, joining us to talk about not only regatta, but thank the you very Charleston much. High School all-class reunion. Have fun with all of this. Roar, lions, roar. <laughs> okay, <laughs> and uh, that'll do it for this week's edition of Inside West Virginia Politics. Thanks for watching. We'll see you back here next week. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Inside West Virginia Politics. You can hear more from state, local, and federal lawmakers each and every Sunday morning on WOWK-TV in Charleston, WBOY-TV in Clarksburg, WDVM in the Eastern Panhandle, WTRF in Wheeling, and WVNS in Beckley. You can also find a new episode of the Inside West Virginia Politics podcast right here on this feed every Monday morning. If you like the show, make sure to leave a review on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or wherever else you listen to podcasts. Inside West Virginia Politics is a Nexstar Media Group production hosted and managed by Mark Curtis. Inside West Virginia Politics is recorded and edited inside the studios of WOWK-TV in Charleston, West Virginia. All rights reserved.